0: Hey, welcome back to episode three of Gundam. How is it only three? three. Wow, this show, <laughs> this show is pretty wild. Um, well, welcome back. We're watching episode nine to twelve of Gundam Wing uh, this week and. Oh, with me again is uh Kuvo.
1: The side better not uh, be for me. Better be for the Gunders. Serene
0: Dragon and Vicus. No, it's not for you. It's
2: <laughs> it's for me, for obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, Serene Dragon is here again. No, I know. We're always a pleasure. Always a delight. And no, this. Uh, <laughs> we were talking a little bit beforehand but there's a lot of characters who do a lot of things that people act like is good or smart when it clearly was in fact stupid and selfish and dumb there dumb is exactly one good
1: plan in this entire set of four episodes and it doesn't work so uh, yep. starting on that and
0: it's it's a character you wouldn't expect too I'll say that it was not the character I expected to almost do a plan good
1: <laughs> so uh, episode nine starts uh, with the Quick recap of Hero stopping the nukes in the last episode and then feeling shitty for himself for not uh, killing, or for killing the Alliance pacifists and not the Oz guys, you know.
3: Boy, we sh- I first fucked up.
1: Yeah. Uh, title is Portrait of a Ruined Country. Um, we see a shot of Noin congratulating Zex for taking over the Alliance HQ, uh, but she's like, well, the Alliance are going to be back because they're not really happy we took over their base. Um Zex is talking about how Oz's objective isn't to rule, it's to free all the countries from the Alliance. So like I guess in the past the Alliance decided that, like, hey, Earth should have one government instead of like a hundred or something. <laughs> and so it took over every place, but a lot of people weren't happy about that, so Oz is like, oh we're gonna go back to the good old days.
2: But um, they're just gonna take over. That's the point. You know, me. <laughs> <laughs> Um.
0: No, they're going, to, they're going to liberate them directly into our control. They're going to liberate them in the Iraqi sense. Yeah,
2: meet the new boss, I'm, same as the old boss, you know?
0: I'm going to liberate the oil onto
1: yeah.
0: my country, right. Yeah, see. so they have this conversation.
1: Noin is extremely skeptical of all of
3: the only Oz member who's like, hmm, through like any of
1: this. Yeah. Um... So they're talking about uh, how all that shit and they get a notice saying that the carrier from Victoria base is here. And so they go out and they meet up with the plane. Um, Out of the plane comes Otto, who was one of um, Zex's henchmen guy. And he's all busted up. Otto broke some ribs. (laughs) Yeah. Like he's not looking so hot. So they go to the back of the plane. That's where the tall geese is. Um, The tall geese is now finished being repaired. And the reason Otto's all fucked up is because he was doing test pilots for it. And like the, uh, the tall geese is just too good for him. Uh, they say it's three times faster than an Ares, which is something no one's ever said before. And Otto said he passed out during the trials because it's so fast. All no, the blood it, went just, to his brain.
2: <laughs> it turns out G-forces not to be messed around with.
1: Yeah. Gundam I forces. do like
0: the idea. G forces, yes. I, I like the idea because it is something that kind of did happen in reality. That they built craft that were too fast for the human body before they were able to like realize oh, we need to build some kind of suits to do some kind of pressure management to get yes, people yeah. from getting knocked the it's fuck yeah, out. It's, it's funny, Zex has a line
3: like, later on that makes a lot of sense and could be kind of cool if it was a show that wasn't Gundam Wing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because they both just pilot in their dress uniforms as opposed to putting <laughs> yeah. on like, pressure suits or whatever. But Yeah, like a wing suit of yeah. some form. Yeah. A um, helmet, maybe. So, um, Zex is thankful for all this and, uh, tells Noin that, uh, they're gonna go on a mission, to free the Free to Saint Kingdom tomorrow. And, uh, she's like, oh, wow, well, Zex is gonna go free his hometown because I guess that's where he's from. We kind of got to a fantastic scene. Duo <laughs> is playing basketball, like street basketball. Um, they're playing against, I guess, some other students. Uh, he passes the ball to Hero, who then travels for like several seconds before <laughs> yep. dunking it in a really bad shot.
0: Some NBA if- travel rules here. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's like NBA Street Volume mm-hmm. 2 cuz the move he does is he travels like 6 steps but then throws it
1: off the backboard to himself. No, he doesn't throw so it off the backboard, he, he bounces it. it into the backboard to himself so he can dunk it, which <laughs> is directly a travel. But um anyway, there's no call traveling in the NBA. The schoolgirls love it though cuz he dunked. Uh mm-hmm. they meet on the ocean side and uh Duo is like, wow, this movie Between Schools thing's really good plan. Who would have come up with such a great plan of getting Why ourselves a role here? To a- I don't know. Duo is just hanging out with him now. He was and- living
3: in a pirate base before this. Was that not good enough cover?
1: Yeah, I guess Florida Man didn't want to share the rum. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, Duo's just like,
0: oh, I don't know, It's kind of we're the right age for it, it could be fun, let's fucking chill, man And like, Hero's like, you're a dumb idiot, you're a dumb idiot guy And Duo's like, no, come on, man, like, <laughs> come you're, on, dude. you being all standoffish and weird and chilly to everybody all the time Is way more suspicious than just trying to be a radical teen, like <laughs> me, Duo
1: Yeah, Duo is the definition <laughs> of 90s rad like, And the then he skateboards yeah. away <laughs>
0: It kind of <laughs> rules, yeah. If Duo just, like, showed up to every scene doing,
1: like, a dark slide
0: or, like, a Christ air, Right. What they should really
1: sick. do is the recut of Gundam Wayne should have everything the same except Duo's suit is actually Chibity's or Gundam. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> and he
1: pours everywhere.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um so they both have a plan it's like they need to blow up some oz controlled ship base thing it's out in the water it was behind them in the scene it's like a really big base that's also like a ship i don't know what it is it's a real eyesore that's you, definitely lower in property values you keep those
2: around schools right right yeah.
1: cool. <laughs> okay to be fair it's like four or five miles out into the ocean but still yeah
2: no, no, you, you, that's where you build your schools it's prime prime location right near military base It's where you build your school
1: yeah. I mean like the, the military guys have kids, they to go
2: exactly.
0: all I'm saying is the kids who have a high school view of uh of the rock <laughs> don't do drugs. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Those kids right. stay off the stuff. And speaking of speaking <laughs> of
1: schools, we have Elena show up during the scene. She gets out of her limo and like I can understand her taking the limo when she was back at like super prep school Mark Two. But, like, now she's in just, like, this normal public school that plays street basketball.
2: Yeah, so like, did know she transfer? I
3: can't even tell. Yeah,
0: she did no, transfer. No,
2: no. She's just stalking him. She's <laughs> just stalking Hero at this point. Like,
0: yeah, straight up. Sure that's, yeah, like, she even says that directly. She's like, I just wanted to see Hero real bad. Yeah, so it's she, like, Ugh. she gets
1: out of her limo, and she goes and greets Hero, and Duo's like, wow, you're not normal. Why are you trying to stalk the man who's going to kill you and everything? But she's totally smitten over him um she's
2: insane it it, it really is just that like she is so in love with the guy who keeps going i'm gonna kill you
1: <laughs> no but seriously
2: no but seriously i'm going to kill you it's
1: on my list of things to do i'm kind of busy these days
2: <laughs> well first um, i've got to do to kill myself and then you That's, that's right first around, i gotta right? record
1: that podcast with troa mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. i'm going to kill you it's 90 minutes <laughs> For- of silence. <laughs> um, so we get a we get a cut to a montage of a carrier ships dropping off suits and a bunch of alliance guys on the ground freaking out the narrator breaks in and says that the uh, after the Oz coup back during the Edwards thing um, all the remaining alliance bases are isolated and they don't have contacts so they have no idea what's really going on
2: I don't understand this because there were a military that took over the entire world but they don't have mobile phones
1: yeah I who knows the, uh, the narrator also recaps the alliance was handled to create, or handled disputes between countries, but it grew its military power and then just took over everything, because the best way to have no disputes Oops. is to be one government. Um, Oz plans to free to countries that were forced into the alliance, and the alliance is increasing its power do the suits this is all this recap why am i even saying this
0: basically they're explaining that the reason the military got so strong was because of the oz mobile suits which is really confusing as to why the oz mobile stuff wasn't the main military in the first place yeah if their whole plan was to just beat the alliance if they were like, <laughs> if they were majority shareholders they and kicking just... ass, <laughs> yeah yeah they could have just taken it yeah like it's really corporate confusing corporate
2: takeover of a military hell yeah uh,
1: basically yeah it's so like, um <laughs> they're about to go do their military takeover thing for the Sanka Kingdom uh, Zex gets into the Tall Geese and has no got to back him up or whatever so Zex launches and it's apparent immediately that the Tall Geese is not an ordinary mobile suit because it's going hella fucking fast and we get some great voice lines out of zek oh, like,
0: this, boy, this is nice. going to take, take, lot take a lot of effort <laughs> yeah.
3: this is the most Zex has emoted at all like ever and i can see why he doesn't
1: <laughs> yeah, the speed is deadly. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, so right the, in uh, front
2: of my eyes. <laughs>
1: uh, Noin asks the Alliance base to surrender, but they say no, and but they in fact have some secret laser cannons you know, that they've really taken over the base like, hard.
2: They're like, "No, you're attacking. You surrender." And I'm like, "That's not how it works." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, the oz ships or the oz suits start to get blown up and zack's orders a retreat but then thinks that if he can kill the hq himself with the tall geese because it's so fast and cool so he flies on in really fast but then like has this like existential crisis where he realizes he's going to die if he keeps going because the suit is killing him um he's like the suit's invincible, but the pilot's only human and then uh he coughs up blood and then flies off which seems like a good thing to do uh, the thing is, he
2: flies off by, like, going straight up at the same speed. Which so- would go- which would put a
3: lot more G-force on your body than oh just flying. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like- yeah, like, going forward, the thing is, like, you get used to the relative velocity. It's the acceleration and jerk that gets you. Yep. But if you change vectors by 90 degrees... He'd be a you flat just fucking- paste. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> if he just went from going, like... 100,000 miles an hour in one vector to a different one entirely. Yeah, he just slammed into the floor of that
1: machine. <laughs> like. uh, so on a shuttle someplace, Tries is drinking with Lady Oon. Uh, Tries is, still wants to conquer the Earth Sphere, and Un says, the people will hate Oz if you try to conquer everything. But he's like, well, no, that means Oz will get real strong because everybody will hate us, right? This is just a good idea. Boys.
2: That, that yeah. increases morale, right? When everyone hates you.
1: <laughs> uh, we Which see-
0: is... Yeah, just imagine having a military strategy of, well what if we make everyone fight us? Like what? <laughs> what? Then then our guys have to be super good at fighting. What? Or we'll fail horribly. <laughs> Wonder what's going to happen. What? That's not strategy. That's what a baby would think. No, no. I read, <laughs> I read
1: Machiavellian's Prince. You want to be hated, right? That's the that's the whole takeaway. Right, right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just be hated and have the most
1: military guys, because then how could you lose? You got all you need. <laughs> uh, so we cut to a shot of Quattro back uh, talking with his rebel army guys. Um, this is after he came back from that Edwards thing, so they were all really upset that they left, got left behind by him. Uh, the head guy's name is Rashid. Uh, we learn he has a really bad haircut. And uh, he has a great line. He says, the guys are like chastising Quatra for leaving them. And he's like, just go load up the weapons on your mobile suits or something. Get out of here. Like, he just is totally <laughs> casual. <them laughs> uh, but then Quatra fills with him telling him that there's four other Gundams um, that they're all. And Quatra has a line, they're all violent and dangerous, but they're all really nice guys. How could you? And uh, Rashid's like, how could you tell? He's like, they have the soul of outer space, tells me. <laughs> <laughs> it's no boy it's
3: they, they keep trying to make up reasons why you should like these people despite everything you've seen about them Yeah. And this is another scene just like that.
0: Imagine if Romeo and Juliet had the intro of talking about them being star-crossed lovers, but then every time they ran into each other, like, Juliet was like, Hey, fuck you, Romeo! Like, every time. That's kind of what they're doing with these characters. They're trying to be like, no, they're important and deep people that you need to think about. But then they're just like, hey, fuck you! Every time they show up. So,
2: (laughs) I have a question for everyone. What do you see in your head when Crotcher, because he says it more than once what do you see in your head when he says the soul of outer space
1: uh they're just trying to allude to the fact that he may be a new type
2: mm. <laughs> I, I, I just don't. i just see a giant ghost son in space like
1: speaking of new types in the scene where uh uh previously where zex was trying to say like the the tall geese was going to kill him they did the whole new type jingle when he figured that out too because they just love using that yeah um mm. So, we cut to the circus. Uh, we see Troa and Wufei just sitting there. It's seriously a scene of 20 seconds of them sitting there and looking at a fucking teapot on a fire. Uh, Catherine Nothing brings him some food, and uh, Wufei is just immediately... Like, all he's doing right now is self-loathing because he fucked up the duel with Tries earlier. Because he's a dumb idiot. Because
2: he didn't just shoot him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's dumb. I mean, it's supposed to solve all their <laughs> problems, but... Uh, we cut over. Also, t- I like
0: Catherine in this. Catherine is trying her best to just cope with these fucking weirdos. <laughs> like, she brings out their food and is just like, hey, I got the stuff. Uh, your drink should be ready in a bit. Is that, is that okay? Well, all right. And they don't say anything. And she just walks away. She's like, uh, I guess quiet people attract quiet friends. Oh, well. And just walks away, like, kind of shaking her head. Like, sure wish I wasn't oh. attracted to this guy yeah exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we cut over to a tent in the woods this is uh, where the Oz forces had retreated to there's a doctor telling Zex that he's recovering from a heart attack apparently the tall geese gave him a heart attack hell uh, yeah that's a honey. true thrill
2: yeah that's one good uh, not Gundam mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: um asks asked them what happened so Zek says that the tall geese uh, has a system that ignores the pilot um when it takes into consideration all courses of action so like i guess the tall geese has an ai where it's like oh you know i could win if i do this oh it doesn't matter if i pull 15 g's the pilot's doesn't matter <laughs> and so um, he can take care of his damn self yeah Wait, so, so does is that basically... mean the tall
2: geese could then pilot itself
1: kind of they may be going someplace with this no designed for suicide missions but needs a guy (laughs) listen it it can't be a suicide mission if someone doesn't die No,
0: look okay look look we signed a peace treaty that said no unmanned drones now we just built an unmanned drone and put a man in it that's
3: legal
1: they can't stop that
3: put steve the skeleton in it
1: um so zex is uh feeling bad about himself he says that um he can't rely on, if he relies too much on the suit to do the thinking for him he would be bad and he won't grow in his own abilities and he's like oh i want to get back in the battle but Noin tells him listen you had a heart attack and that you're an idiot stay here for the night um he also makes note that he thinks that the gundams were based off the quote reckless design of the tall geese while he's talking about all this. this otto is outside listening to them um and he immediately senses he's like oh you know the tall geese is too good for the pilot he just thinks the tall geese is for suicide missions and he thinks the Gundam pilots are suicidal which kind of makes sense because they are but fair I, enough
2: I mean one of them definitely is
1: yeah so uh, he puts two and two together and realizes oh you know if I get into the tall geese maybe I can go on a suicide mission so he does that <laughs> Um Zex calls love him on the radio.
2: "Side for Zex. Zex is my hero. I'll go kill myself for him."
1: Yeah, pretty much. He calls up Zex or Zex calls him, tells him the return Otto's like, "Listen, I'm dying for you cuz you're cool and I want to get the same kingdom back" and then well, hangs like, up. I just I want to take a quick sec to establish the stakes of what is going on here cuz it's pretty important.
0: Yeah. Cuz here's what basically the situation is. Zex is currently recovering in bed. They have agreed that tomorrow they're going to go and take over the enemy stuff. Like, they're going to go finish their mission tomorrow, and it'll be easy, and it'll be clean, and they'll be ready. Should be fine. This guy is like, I'm going to give up my life so you can win today. And Zex is like, no, that's really dumb. Please don't do that. And the guy's like, for you, Zex. And he's like, oh my god. <laughs> Zex is like, no. The guy does it. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Dude. <laughs> <Like, laughs> And Zex is like, oh my god, I wish I was better at piloting that stupid thing so I could have done it so this dipshit would have (laughs) So my idiot friend didn't kill himself on it. Zex
2: is like, I do not need a Relena in my life. Oh my
0: god. (laughs) I never should have bought a (laughs) three-wheeler.
1: So we cut over to Relena, who's in a... I don't know she's in a room or something. She's talking to a picture of her dad saying that she's chasing after a guy. Dad, can't you believe I'm falling for a guy? And then she's like, Hero is the support I need to get over my dad's death. Which Which is is a a psychopathic phrase. Yeah. Like, Um,
2: Hero is capable of being anyone's emotional support. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) No! Um,
1: uh,. The building she's in rocks, and then she looks outside, and there's an explosion out on that big ship island thing I was talking about earlier. Uh, Death That's Scythe my
3: boyfriend.
1: And... Yeah, Death Scythe and Wing are fucking everything up, and Hero. I guess they blow up a fuel depot or something. He says mission complete, I guess. It doesn't matter. He's so um, cool. We cut back to Otto, who's in the Toggies, having a tough time with it. Uh, he's flying towards the Alliance base, and he yells, Long live King Zex, which uh, is not something you need to care about. And then uh, he blows himself up in the base. Uh afterwards uh we cut to the base the next day is all destroyed. The tall geese is just kind of kneeling in a broken wall, whatever. I love and how uh, all
3: that he could do with it was basically just slam it into something like a giant <laughs> pinball.
0: I, it
1: worked apparently. It,
0: yeah, it's effective. I do like that his good friend Otto tried to fuck him twice. Like he tried to fuck up the tall geese. And then on the way out, felt the need to, immediately after they had the whole speech of like, you know, oh, no, no, Oz is just here to, you know, liberate everybody and get everybody free and clear. Then, of course, Zex number two guy runs into a building and yells, long live King Zex. And it's like... Uh, Mm. uh, uh, and like luckily no one picks up on that because everyone in this show is stupid as shit (laughs) the pr departments
3: in this universe are incredible yeah
1: so um zex is walking around the destroyed base it looks kind of castle-ish um the sanct kingdom uh he sees a portrait of a man like a huge portrait on the wall and um he looks at it and he takes off his helmet and then he responds to the portrait that it took him 13 years to return It turns out that the guy in the portrait is his father. He used to be the king of the same kingdom. Um, He says that his lifestyle goes against the total pacifism that he has been taught. And that his hands are too bloodstained to lead the Peacecraft monarchy. And that's a name that we've never heard before at all. Another. Yeah. So he picks up a photo that was underneath the portrait. And it's a young Zex holding a baby. And then there's another picture of a girl that looks strikingly like R'Elena. With a
3: giant head.
1: It's a really funny portrait. you got to post a picture when this episode goes up. Um, he says that uh, she will be able to lead his great country, and he's got to fight to make it happen, so it's obvious no. that... Yeah.
2: No. Just no. No? No, no, Yeah, so no, no. Zex and Helena no, are
1: no. brother and sister in Peacecraft, et cetera. I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, we cut to the last scene of the episode. There are students on that ocean shore thing looking at the blown-up base. They're all remarking about how it got blown up by a Gundam. Um... Relena shows up and tries to <laughs> greet Hero, but Duo instead hits on her very awkwardly. Uh, she has a super lady boner for him and just stares longingly at him. It's kind of gross. Uh, that's the end of that episode. <laughs> I want to be strong like Hero. Mm. Yeah, this is
2: the girl you want ruling an entire <laughs> country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i still want to kill her though is the thing like that's the whole thing here. It's just like hero has never budged on his motivation of i'm going to
1: kill you <sighs> episode 10 Sorry. starts um zex we see a quick recap of zex freaking out about the tall geese the title of this one is hero distracted by defeat which is kind of Warlar. funny <laughs> yeah Um, Trey's lands at the castle where uh, Zex is he sees the tall geese and they do a wow cool robot moment Um, Un's talking about uh, she's like listen you shouldn't give Zex any special treatment he may cop an attitude but Trey's is like listen he's a good pilot he gets a good robot you know that makes sense uh, they meet up with Zex and Um Trias thanks them for taking over shit. And Una gets mad at this because, like, why are you giving them special treatment? She has a stick her, up her ass.
2: Her inner monologue is incredibly creepy about this woman. Like, how dare Trice thank the peons?
1: Yeah, she has, like, a sadist streak in her. And she's not a very... A- I don't know. I, I, no one would like it. She, she's kind of a bitch, really. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Well, she's kind of a
0: psychopath, too. Like, well, who she did already try to nuke a bunch of people for no real good reason. And she's going to do it
1: again. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> um, so Zex and Tries uh, go to the separate room and they have a chat real quick uh Tries is like well now that you've got your revenge are you going to stick around and serve me and he's like yes i'll serve you but i still need to take care of the gundams first and Tries is like okay cool we'll go do your thing and he's like well you still be wearing that mask you don't need to hide your identity anymore but zex is like nah, it's my personal mark i think it looks good in the photos
3: it's my brand
1: um, yeah <laughs> my pr it's, it's <laughs> the only picture of him on twitter um <laughs> Tres then calls him Milliard Peacecraft and he gets super embarrassed about that name he's like dude I got a legal name change you can't be calling me that anymore just <laughs> in Millard case you didn't know that he was a peacecraft
2: name. don't call me that anymore I'm Zex <laughs> Zex
1: <Zach's> Marquise <laughs> is it really better than Milliard Peacecraft though. <laughs> um,
0: I will say Milliard sounds more like um a nerdy character in mm-hmm, The Simpsons mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's true
1: That <laughs> it is true yeah um So we cut to a scene of Lady Un giving a speech about the upcoming Oz plans. Uh, They're going to move these Taurus suits to a different base to upgrade them uh, within like a new AI system or something. And she's talking about the different Gundams during all this about like what their strengths and weaknesses are and how to avoid the attacks. Um, This this also
2: makes like no sense. Like, oh, it's a good thing we fought the Gundams because now we know the weaknesses. It's like what weaknesses
1: well, you no, know, they're kind of smart. She talks about how Heavy Arms runs out of bullets really easily. Yeah, <laughs> true. The that's, one we that made on. me smile, I won't lie.
0: <laughs> it's um, like,
2: you, well, duh. But, like, yeah, they're like, we can beat him if we can run out of bullets. It's like, you haven't managed yet. <laughs> he's run uh, out of bullets every single time you fought him. It's and the Zap-Branigan strategy,
1: get to the kill bot's predetermined kill limit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Zex has a good line here. It's like, uh, oh, the carriers are going through us territory, so the carriers should be okay. And Lady Un's like, uh, no, we want them to come idiot. We want them to attack the Gundams, because like this is the whole plan is not the only two. She's good at multitasking. She wants to get the carriers with their Taurus suits to be upgraded, but she also wants to kill the Gundams at the same time. So, you know, why not use kill two birds with one stone or whatever? Exactly. <laughs> um so we cut over the hero. He's hacking away on his PC. There's some good English, like, underwater system. Uh, underwater, he gets a call yeah. from Dr. J, and Dr. J fills him in about these Taurus suits <coughs> that have AIs that can override the pilots. And he's like, this could be a real bad thing if these things get out, so you got to go destroy
0: them. Basically, he's explaining that it is another Talgy situation of these things will kill the pilot if it gets the mission done. Like yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the whole menace right now, which, again... They're just doing unmanned drones that require a man in <laughs> them. <laughs> I don't know
1: why. What a bold still- plan. It gets explained, Ty. You, you <laughs> don't give the show enough credit.
2: You keep saying that and you <laughs> still like, don't explain I anything. Like,
0: yeah, I feel like you're preemptively giving the show too much credit. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so Duo interrupts Hero on his Skype call and says, uh, listen, we're going to be fighting separately this time. We'll go do our own thing. and do- He's fine with that, whatever. Uh, we cut to Troa and Quatra talking about strategies. Quatra thinks the other Gundams will definitely show up. Um, Wufei is being a sad sack of shit and just standing next to his Gundam staring at it, saying that he's upset about his loss and that he won't Itaku. fight. Nataku. Yeah. Um, Lady Un, back at the briefing, talks to Zex and tells him to fight Wing with the Tall Geese and knowing things like, well, that's real convenient. If he fucks up, then the blame's on him. But uh, Zex is cool with it if he loses. He wants to have a duel because he's very char s i don't know he, he's a formal boy yeah. you know? um so Relena goes to school this is her third day at the new school and she learns that hero and duo have already left school she's <laughs> just like, like god damn it <laughs> and she has this stupid line about like well it's time for me to head to my own battleground I, well, time to stalk That's Hero right. again. Stalking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the battle starts of them trying to intercept these Taurus suits. Uh, Quattro and his rebel buddies are attacking this train. Um, he gets shot. It's a really stupid scene. He gets next to the railroad track, gets out his double scythe like he's allowed to chop the train up as it passes him. But the train mm-hmm. shoots him with a laser, and he falls onto the track in front of it. <laughs> oh no! And this is presented as a danger, as if the train just won't derail itself and explode. Right? <laughs> yeah. But instead, something stupider happens. Uh, Duo in his death life shows up. He like body hugs the train and lifts it off the rails. Then yoints it to the side. <laughs> It's really stupid.
0: Which, again, we've established these Gundams are impenetrable by most military armaments. So, of course, a train gently running into it (laughs) is
1: going to be the end. Uh, But it turns out the train was a decoy, and outside of the boxcars behind the train, a bunch of Leos pop out. And this brings me back to the question we have about the pilots being non-indestructible. Even if the Leos survive a train derailment, those pilots are going to be pretty shaken up. Yeah.
3: You got, like, like,
1: twisted there. About... Even if they're okay physically, they'd be barfing everywhere inside that car. You
3: were also lying down that entire time, and then you got, like, thrown to the side.
1: Yeah. They don't really... Well, whatever. Don't worry about it. Uh, We cut over to the airplanes that are carrying the Tauruses. They are about to land, but it appears that Troa and his heavy arms have hijacked a different plane and tried to, like, suicide plane ride into it. It's really stupid. It
3: seems weird because I feel like heavy arms would not be the one you'd want for the aircraft mission.
1: Yeah, he loaded his plane inside an aircraft, like a plane carrier, and then chased and caught up to the bad guy Oz carriers, then popped his heavy arms out of the top of the airplane while it was being shot down. (laughs)
3: If only re- I could just
1: have gone to a train or something. These kids, for being professional assassins, have, like, zero idea of military tactics. <laughs> Even fucking with the guy who's like, oh, I'm Mr. Sun Tzu Art of War. It's, mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> God. Um, Noing tells Zex that the wing is showing up on the way to fight him. Um, Hero does, in fact, show up after blowing up a bunch of Leos. He sees that the Tall Geese is coming and the Zex shows like, hey, we should do a one-on-one saber duel battle. And so they do, because why not? Troa sees all this and decides to go on with his mission of blowing up the uh, mobile suits. Troas Um, like,
3: well, I got a job to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, Back at base, so here's the crux of the episode. Lady Un is watching these Gundams and thinks they have a lot of power. Uh, Noin's like, should we send out reinforcements? But Lady Un's like, I got my own plans here. She calls See, them on the Gundam. Oh, sorry. This is
2: my point, though, that she's like, oh, turns out they're actually really strong. Ah, oh, fuck. It turns out knowing Troa runs out bullets every single fight doesn't actually help you beat him.
1: <laughs> it would help beat Troa, maybe, but not the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> right? Yeah, but her plan is, is the fact that she calls the Gundams on the radio, uh, tells them that the, she has control of all the old Alliance military missile satellites that are up in orbit, and that she's pointing all of these satellites at the colonies. So she's effectively holding millions of people on these colonies hostage, and she says that the Gundams must surrender. Uh, Zex immediately thinks this is underhanded since so these very honorable fair boy duels, um, and he tries calling up Lady Un and tells her to stop. They have an argument here about whether this is Trey's ideals. He's like, Trey wants us to kill the Gundams. And he's like, well, no, Trey doesn't want civilians to die. But she hangs up on him. And uh, Noin she says... She really wants
2: to do a murder. She really, really, really wants to do a murder. She doesn't
1: want to do a murder. She wants to do a mass murder. Yes. Like a war crime decide. murder. A lot of yes. murder. <laughs> yeah, she wants to wipe out millions of people at once. Yeah. Yeah, so Noah goes, mm-hmm. Noin goes up to her she's like, you gotta stop this. This is crazy. But she slaps her um she does not give a shit about any of the colonies and this is where we have the second stupid thing of the episode their tvs get taken over by dr j who is the handler guy for hero uh dr j is immediately starts talking about how listen this is not all the colonies doing this is my not, doing. This is my personal battle don't hold the colonies hostage you are a fucking insane person um while this happens they trace the calls to the colony where he's at Um this comes up later uh Duo and Quattro also see him on the entire airwaves everywhere. I guess he just hijacked everything. Uh, They don't know who he is, but they kind of put two and two together and realize that he is a handler for one of the Gundam pilots. Um, Dr. J says that he will surrender, but he will not hand over the Gundams. And (laughs) one of the most psychopathic things in the series.
3: At this point, like why does this happen?
1: (laughs) Hero gets the notification from Dr. J that he is to surrender but not hand over the Gundam. He opens the cockpit of the wing, gets onto it, presses a button in his hand that he has like a hand control on. He says,
0: "He says mission accepted," and then presses a button God. and it blows up the Gundam. The wing and explodes. Throws him, it throws him like three hundred feet. Yeah, hundreds of feet. Rolls along the ground uh. and looks. The, the terribly dazed and in a pool of his own blood right. yeah. there's
2: blood pooling from his head with these blank eyes he looks super dead
1: yep yeah he looks like he's totally toast
3: <laughs> by the um, way can i also just say that like for tall geese being a big important villain thing and wing being the literal name of the show that was a really disappointing fight they had yeah there's, like, a half scene where they pull swords on each other and do a slash, and then Zex is... Then, then, like, it cuts to the rest of the episode, and then it comes back, and Zex is like, I clearly have the upper hand for this fight that we didn't see any of, and then the rest of the plot
0: happens, and, like... And I just want to see Tall geese do cool right? shit. I just want to see an actual kind of fight. <sighs>
1: Yeah, here's the Man. problem with Gundam Wing, it has a lot of good still art, but in terms of animation, they only have two or three, three, two or three good shots, and they always reuse the same shots over and over. There's no, like, <laughs> yep. original animation for any of the episodes. Like, if you watch as this goes on, you're going to see a lot of the same shots of Leos exploding. The one, one of the ones that stands out the most is the Death Scythe chopping this dude in half twice. It shows up mm. all the time. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he blows up Hero's on the ground looking very dead. Quattro has kind of like a heart attack new type moment here. Like he just head hurts and feels oh, weird. Oh
2: no, my soul.
1: <laughs> Troa then picks up hero by, picks him up with his heavy arm hand. Like yes. he just kind of grabs him by the hand. It's like, if he wasn't dead, then he is now <laughs> dead because you've crushed his spine. Um, Troa says, uh, that they have to leave. And, um, uh, Zex kind of just lets them leave because he feels bad about the whole underhanded tactics
3: Zex is just like man I can't take a win like that
1: yeah and then the last thing of the episode is Noin gets a call from Tries and kind of gloats in Lady Un's face that she needs to be more graceful because I guess Tries doesn't like the fact that uh, Lady Un's held millions of people hostage
3: which once again dude you could stop her from doing this yeah Tries is very
0: laissez-faire
1: about his underlings he just lets them do whatever
0: also, he established early on that he really wanted everyone to hate Oz. Like, that was part of his M.O. <laughs> right. So, wouldn't he be for this? <laughs> like, wouldn't this be his, his whole that, shit? Like, he'd be like, fucking yeah. evil. But it's yeah, not yeah,
2: graceful.
0: Oh, right. It's not ladylike. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I, I love the last shot of Troor's Gundam being wheeled away on a side because he still has heroes. <laughs>
3: He didn't put Hero in, like, oh, yeah, the bay of the about truck. That, yeah.
2: <laughs> he, did, he just,
3: he's driving. You can see a gigantic seat where you could, I don't know, lay a body right <laughs> next to him. And it cuts back to the Gundam and Hero's still cradled in heavy arms' <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: Episode 11 starts uh, with a recap of Wayne exploding and Hero flying into a pool of his own blood. Uh, the title is called uh, "The Epis" or "The Whereabouts of Happiness." I Which also is wonder... boy Howdy a name? Yeah. Um, we see a bunch of Oz planes flying around. Duo is hiding in a forest, and he gets contacted by Quatra. They are in the same boat, wherein they are trying to escape from Oz, but like they can't because the security is so tight around them. But they know that they're going. Uh, there's going to be a sandstorm coming in, so they're going to use that to escape. Uh, Noin and Zex are watching, or are like. No one is actually standing around while they watch a bunch of people like pick up the parts of wing and they're talking about how like, oh, this is, you know, based on the same design as the tall geese and everything. It's really cool.
0: Yeah. And they mentioned, like,
1: hey, oh, you
0: know, a lot of the shell is here, but most of the most important pieces of technology were, in fact, destroyed completely. They like, put a bomb on the CPU and the GPU. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And so there's, like, oh, you know, but it's close enough to tall Geese, We can just probably use tall Geese parts to fill it in,
1: and it'll <laughs> it'll be close enough. <laughs> yeah, so Zex wants to take it and fix it, Noin asked him why. And Zex is like, he has a preoccupata- preoccupation with Hero for whatever reason. The Peacecraft
3: family has some uh, obsession issues,
1: yeah uh, Un. we get a scene of Lady Un apologizing to Tries for taking millions of people hostage he just casually forgives her says it's water under the bridge um he, he still wants to destroy the Gundam but he kind of tells her like listen you need to relax in your strategies and try not to commit so many mass murders <laughs> um we get Duo and Quatra and his crew the rebel guys moving around in a sandstorm they eventually get their way to the underground base that these uh rebel guys own um they all get out of their Gundams underground, and Quacha thanks this head guy named Sedul. I think he comes up later. I don't know. Uh, Sedul looks like a very stereotypical Arabian Nights kind of guy with a turban and everything. It's kind of stupid. Well, there's
2: a guy that looks like uh, the guy from G Gundam, the the president guy with the glasses. Prime Minister Wall. Yes!
1: Oh, Prime Minister Wan, yeah. That's one of the uh, rebel soldiers he has. Yeah,
0: like, the underlings.
1: There's just there's... some, like
0: kind of out of place designs here and there it's weird they also yeah. kind
1: of mix up the designs like all the rebel guys have like pheasant shit which is like very turkish and then like the main sadul guy looks very like arabian peninsula like yeah they, they're there's kind of playing fast and loose with the stereotypes um, Where exactly are we don't worry about it <laughs> yeah uh quattro <laughs> says oh yeah i forgot to introduce you and he says his stupid name which is winner or whatever and winner like, is wow, his you, last name winner yeah, is shocked that he is a winner who's i guess a very wealthy and influential family in the region uh quatra says that the winners are all pacifists but he is not a pacifist because he couldn't take it anymore or something
2: okay, so how many big families in the show are like famous for being pacifists like all of them
1: when the
0: Too only so character far.
3: we know from the family is a murder boy
0: <laughs> I don't understand how you could be that famous for being a pacifist. I mean, I guess not, if you, that like, as well. I if mean, you were a person who was very good and promoted pacifism, and you know, were like did, did great works for mankind, but that doesn't seem like
1: you'd be famous for pacifism, yeah, right? Exactly, you'd like, be
0: famous for your for your work. <laughs> like
1: Mahatma Gandhi is famous for being a pacifist, but also million famous for you know getting India its independence. Not so much the pacifism part. I guess it's kind of two and two, but. Yeah. I don't know. Well,
3: it's also um, like, I've been disowned by my family for it, which is like, do, do you have a family discussion about, all right, folks, we are committed to pacifism.
1: <laughs> they have like a pep talk. <laughs> I, think this, I think this is going to be the way going forward from now on. No, dad, I don't want to. Um, <laughs>
2: dad, I want to do a violence.
1: <laughs> uh, Relena is at an airport, I think, in Moscow, because everybody had those hats yes. on. Um, she sees Lady Un on TV and Lady Un's given a press conference about stopping the Gundams, which are still blowing shit up. And she is very I think upset. Trace
3: told Lady Un to go to Moscow.
1: Yeah, there's a big, like, press con or no, there's a big ball or something going on yeah. in, in Russia for whatever reason. Um, so she, uh, Relena a- arrives at this ball and she's in a dress and everything. The guy at the door is asking for her invite, but she does not have one. But luckily a guy named Marquis, and I'm going to fuck this name up, uh, we ridge. Warridge? We-ridge. the way they spell that. Wayridge, ridge We-ridge.
3: Ridge? Yeah. Sure. Uh, We-ridge. And it, it, she didn't really have a plan here. She just kind of got lucked wee out well. by uh, her grandpa being an, an there. adventure grandpa showing up.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Way-ridge or whatever, I guess, is her grandfather, maybe. Uh, he shows maybe? up and lets her in. Uh, she, he says, that like, oh, there's too many old people at this ball. Having a young person would be nice. And then he asked her out to dance, and he's doing a very grandpa thing.
0: At the very least, it seems like he is, you know, a very close acquaintance of yes. her father, I think, is the implication yeah. here. Like, yeah.
1: he is a co-worker who knew
0: how, imp- like, one of the people who actually knew what her dad was doing.
3: Yeah, well, that and also knew she was a peace craft.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Lady Oon eventually shows up. Uh, she demands to go see Weyridge, and uh, she's let in. Uh, during this time, Weyridge is talking to her about the Peacecraft family. He fills in more of her backstory about how their family is pacifist and wanted to war and also used to rule the same kingdom and the alliance needed war for influence and that's why they all got murdered, stuff like that. Um, Wayridge talks about like, oh, I wanted to talk to Trias about what he's doing with Oz, but he sent his lackey instead. And um, this like tips Relena off. Like you can kind of see she's got something planned. <laughs> uh, Lady Oon shows up to meet them. Uh, she wants to talk to way with Jerome, but uh way Rich is like you shouldn't be wearing that rose it's not fit for a military uniform let me give it to my granddaughter and this is where lady una sees that relena is in fact there and is shocked because uh she may know about a murder <laughs> she, she uh, may have seen things she probably shouldn't have yeah relena's like it's okay grandfather i don't like roses i would look way better soaked in the blood of oz and then she pulls out a fucking gun <laughs> hell yeah She's at Lady Oon. but um she of course fucks it up it was up.
0: almost amazing <laughs> it
1: was almost like she
0: did a cool assassination hitman style like just kind of like snuck into a thing she wasn't supposed to be in by acting you know close enough and then finding where she was pulling a gun and shooting her but instead she just fires three times wildly misses and runs and instead it's just like Oh my god! You dumb teen! Yeah, Come I, on!
2: I still love it because I still like that she actually tried to do something useful, unlike like Wufei, who just got all <laughs> his Gundam and had a sword fight. Yeah, Relina is like, no, I'm just gonna get a gun and I'm gonna fucking shoot her. And like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so close to being good, but so yeah. close. Yeah. So she runs off. Uh, Widge blocks uh, Lady Un's path and the soldier's path, and is like, "Oh, this lady has courage. She is the way forward in our." Fights and struggles.
2: Yeah, he's like, my granddaughter is so damn cool. She just <laughs> got a gun and tried to shoot someone. That was not that sick awesome? As hell.
3: Also, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Lady Un and her soldiers leave. Um, meanwhile, elsewhere, uh, Duo, Quatra, and the rest of those rebel guys uh, come out from underground and they're inside some like Arabian town. Everybody in the town is happy since the rebels came back and they're having a big party. Duo asks Quatra if the country is always like this and if they can stay independent. It's like, it's tough trying to fight Oz and the Alliance um duo and Quattro have a chat here they talk about like they're bringing up about how all the gundams are similar and all the pilots have similar things and they're all on revenge missions which are very similar and this is a very all gundams is the same moment <laughs> um they also think hero is dead and they think it's a heroic sacrifice that he blew himself up he's like he's a perfect role model doing the Again, mission
0: they try and do this so much and they yeah. show Hero blowing himself up with the wing, like, three or four times as a flashback. As as everyone says how cool he was for doing that, and committed to the mission. When it had nothing to do with anything, and he could have just left. Like, him blowing himself up didn't change anything. Like, she didn't do it, and she wasn't going to do it before. Like, him blowing up the Gundam wing clearly did left. Because everyone else just left, and
1: that was fine. So he could have just left. So he's just a moron. (laughs) Yeah, he's not the smartest. Um, Outside, we see all of Quattro Rebel troop guys having fun. Uh, Rashid, the henchman guy, gets a note. Apparently, Oz is sending a bunch of recon guys to the village, uh, so they hide all the soldiers back underground. We see Subdul, which is the head guy of the... I guess he's like the mayor of the town. Um, he meets with the Oz troops. The Oz troops want to rest and stuff, but while he's saying that, a bunch of Oz troops elsewhere in the town are planting bombs. And Just
3: carrying my wooden boxes. Nothing in them. Don't look.
1: <laughs> uh, the rebel soldiers see this, uh, and later Oz leaves. Like... I don't get this. They're like, "Hey, we need to stay here for supplies, and so we can rest for the night." Uh, also, well, leave these later. boxes. Never mind. We get to leave now. Bye. It's super and, obvious,
0: <laughs> and it's super obvious too because they're like <laughs> placing these crates that are all identical. It's like a hundred identical crates in like alleyways and under. <laughs> yeah and setting them like equidistant around the perimeter of a building like you were trying to do some kind of demolition project it's like super obvious and so they like have one guy look at him and he's like yeah they're all bombs (laughs) yeah like yeah no shit and he's like oh oh, can we disarm them or just destroy it like duo's like if they're time bombs we should be able to just dismantle them he's like Nope, they're proximity shaky boys, too, so we can't really fuck with these at all. (laughs) Oh, great.
2: Basically, like, how can we make these bombs make the plot go forward? I know, they can't do anything about them. Yep.
1: They're
3: not going to explode now, though.
1: Yeah, so Duo and Quattro think uh, that the Gundams are, like, responsible, like, they're after us, this is why they're bombing your town. Uh, Rashid gives out a bunch of orders. They're going to try to evacuate all the civilians from the town because they know that Oz is going to be back to blow them up. Yeah, I think uh, the guys
2: also... say that um, they think that Oz would have come after the city anyway Yeah,
1: because yeah. they were well,
2: independent. You're blameless.
3: And... Don't worry about it, Gundams.
1: Yeah, it feels... This whole situation is really stupid because they are obviously trying to chase the Gundams down, but at the same time, these guys have been known to harbor these alliance... Or, I don't know, independent rebel forces.
3: Yeah, and they have an entire secret base under there, too. So it's not like Oz is wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, so the Gundams can't fight during this because it would give the Oz all more of the reason to blow up their town, and Duo and Quattro are pissed at this because they can't do anything. But Rashid has this, like weird lines like, there would be a day when the Gundams could save us all, and we're paying it forward right now. And they're trying to make the Gundams into heroes when they're really just terrorists.
2: Yeah. You know, it's like when you get to uh, the start of a queue in a drive-thru and someone's paid for your meal ahead of time, you know? <laughs> Paying it forward. Instead, it's like, we're going to die for you. And then you'll die for us later. I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um,
1: so there's a time skip to midnight. The bombs all go off. The fighting starts between the Oz and the Rebel suits. Um, one of the Rebel suits finds the carrier ship that Oz flew in on. So they start evacuating the civilians to them. They don't explain how they're doing this. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Uh, before Duo and uh, Quatra leave, the, the, these like very attractive ladies come and give them both flowers for some reason. And then Duo has to see like, hey, "Hey Quatra, I got something for you." And he waves a bouquet over his head, <laughs> <laughs> and it was.
0: Really funny, because Quattro responds, and it almost sounds like he just thinks Duo got him anything, and, like, doesn't even know what it was that he got him. Like, he's just so excited that someone acted friendly to him and did anything, anything, literally anything nice. Like, he just heard Duo say, hey, I got you something, and immediately was like, I swear on whatever it is you got me, that I am going to,
1: I'm gonna be the best guy. It's... So, the fighting outside, the rebels hold off Oz and the Gundams escape and land on their plane and they fly off. Duo feels guilty about this, so from the back of the plane, he shoots a bazooka and blows up some of the Oz guys. The rebels escape. It's all stupid. Uh, back in Russia, Relena is captured by Oz troops. Um, Noin shows up and she's like, Listen, I'm taking her into custody. And the guy's like, No, Lady Yoon gave us these orders. So then she does the psychopathic thing of shooting the hat off an Oz soldier. That's one and way the- to
3: get people to listen to you.
1: It should be noted, these hats, like, fit f- snugly on your head. So, yeah, she was
3: inches away from just blowing that
0: man's brains out.
1: Yeah. Uh, she says her orders comes from uh, Trier, and the guy's like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to check any of these here. credentials. Yeah, I'm going to just leave. <laughs> it
0: would have been nice if you said that before shooting me in the head, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay, yeah.
1: then. So Relaine then pulls the gun on Noin, and is like, you're from Oz. But then no one just shoots the pin off a hat on the ground, like the hat was sitting like fifty feet away. She shoots the pin off the hat. someone
3: which... must have thought that that said, that like that idea made it seem way cooler than it actually was for her to be like, "No nah, actually, i'm on your
1: side
2: I hate oz i'm shooting the symbol off their hat that's how much I hate them
3: but in in practice, it just it
1: oh boy because yeah, like would it relate to just be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, nice <laughs> shot." <laughs>
2: But uh, she's just really into people pointing guns at her.
1: That's true. She true. Noin to the did high. the
3: one thing to get to her heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Noin says that she's there to help Rinlena Peacecraft and that kind of uh, shocks Rinlena. Nope. Yep. Uh, episode 12 starts um... Hey,
3: so episode 12 is the Wufei episode uh, podcast over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't have said it better myself, but yeah regardless <laughs> do continue um, do continue <laughs> uh we get a brief
1: recap of the wing exploding and then duo and quatra feeling bad uh the title is called bewildering warriors i think bewildered, um, maybe. bewildered or something yeah. yeah
3: i'm bewildered right now yes oh, yeah.
1: so we see yeah. a scene or We see a shot of hero in bed with bandages over everything uh the tv nearby is saying that oz is still fucking everything up around the world trying to get rid of the last of the alliance Hero wakes up in immense amounts of pain and sees that Catherine and Troa are there. Uh, he gets filled in that they're at Troa's circus stuff, and Hero's like, "Why did you save me? I was supposed to die with honor." And Troa's like, "You died a long time ago." Like, and then Troa Batman says, "You're shit. at a
3: circus now. That's where you belong."
1: <laughs> Apparently, a month has passed since uh, their new Edwards escapades. I, um,
2: that time skip is so it's just suddenly a month a month's gone and you're like oh okay what happened to,
1: I think even these show writers felt that it was too egregious to have <laughs> a hero wake up from his fucking Gundam being nuked a day later Ugh.
0: yeah and even then like if he was laid out laid out for like a month near comatose man that's, that's brain yeah, damage that well more than that even just like he's not gonna be able to stand up
1: and walk around without like weeks of rehab no, probably. his yeah. muscles are <laughs> Fucked. He's no. fine. He's a not to the mention any back. sorts of brain trauma or you know, <laughs> yeah. going through. Yeah, me out of the, the back of that, the head. Yeah, the thing that yeah, That's exactly normal. where he lost
0: like three gallons of blood from the back of his skull <laughs> exclusively.
1: <laughs> um, so Troa fills in that Oz thinks that Hero's dead with good reason. Um, so he's like, you can do what you want now. You're not you know tied down by whatever your government tells you to do. Uh, Tro hasn't gone on any more missions because of that because like his handlers haven't gotten contact with him after the hostage situation thing happened, and he doesn't know what to do. Uh, so Hero's like, you should act on your emotions. And was like, maybe I should take by your example then and blow myself up. And Hero's like, it's a warning. It hurts like hell. Ha, ha And they ha. both
3: laugh, and it's uh-huh. really
0: awkward. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, and
1: I do believe,
0: uh, what's her name? Catherine from the other room is even like, that's weird. I've never heard Troa laugh before. Yep. And it's like, yeah, that's, you should leave, ma'am. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Catherine, you're too good for this. this. You're an all right character. You deserve better.
1: <laughs> uh, so we see a shot real quick of Wufei chilling by a waterfall, watching some birds. Uh, fuck that. We go back to, remember Commander Sally, who was a member of the military, the Alliance military? Well, now she's doing Rambo shit. Uh, yep. She's blowing up uh, some base someplace. The narrator breaks in to say that years ago there was a uh, town or there was a country here, and that.
3: Wasn't a it like poli- a semi autonomous region of China?
1: Yeah, there was a peaceful politician that wanted peace, but a guy named Boont, which is a great name, uh, decided to coup and kill this guy to strengthen the military, and now Boont is the commander of the military. It should be noted he's a commander of this autonomous region's military and not actually Oz, because the, they still hate Oz. Yes. Um, we get a montage of Sally escaping with some troops. There's a really great line right here. They drive their truck up to a bunch of other rebel soldiers like, you guys all right? The other guy's like, yeah, it was a huge success. And then a Leo blows up their truck. It's
4: <laughs> immediately it's really
1: fucking funny. Oops. Um, Leo's, the military's Leo show up and they start fucking up the rebels. Uh, Wufei shows up, of course, and chops them all in half. Sally says, it's a Gundam. What's a Gundam doing here? Goddamn this Gundam. Yeah, no. Uh, this scene, the scene leading up
0: to it, this scene, and the scene after it, they say Gundam. I think it ended up being a total
1: of like 12 or 13 times <laughs> in
0: like a two-minute span. In that exact it's tone. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Wufei gets out of his uh, Gundam and immediately calls her weak because he's a misogynist. Um, he says that they stand no chance. Why are you fighting? And she's like, well, we have to fight. He's like, why? Did someone order you to? And he's like, no, because it's just the right thing to do. He's like, I don't understand what
2: morality
1: Uh, she asks he's like listen you can come with us if you're tired or something who knows we need an excuse for you to hang out with us Uh, (laughs) there's a scene of Boont and a soldier I don't even know what happens in the scene I know that they say a Gundam five times in 30 seconds something about Rebels
3: it's not important yeah
1: It's legitimately just like, the Rebels have a
0: Gundam. A Gundam? Yeah, the Gundam. We spotted the Gundam nearby. What Gundam? The Gundam Gundam with this
1: thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, The next day, uh, Sally and Wufei are driving in a truck. Uh, She thanks him, and he's like, well, don't thank me. Thank Nataku. And Sally's like, well, is that what your Gundam's called? But He doesn't say anything because he's an asshole. They go and pick up some food in town. Uh, There's army troops trashing a restaurant and because the, they did, they're not paying the chef asked them to pay and then they got kicked I don't know. Sally calls them shitty for being a bunch of bone slackies or whatever. But they get slackies. Yeah, they get into a fist fight and she gets knocked down, but Wu saves the day after doing some cool triple backflip out of the sun.
0: The animation does not look good for this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's like. A really awkward flip and, like, the camera moves in a confusing way that doesn't
1: really follow the line of And then he sort of, of, of just flies it, into the sun. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look great. Um, she thanks him for beating up the soldiers. He calls her weak again and says that, but... Yeah, he calls her weak and then says that he's a coward and that he is also weak. I'm And she's weak like, too. how can you say that? You have the Gundam. You beat up these guys. But he's like, but I lost to someone stronger than me. Because that's the definite, I guess, the... He read in the dictionary what the definition of being weak was, but didn't get the whole idea of the connotations of being a weak person versus a strong person.
0: He's literally the kid who just, like, plays some fighting games with his buds and then goes to, like, one real competition and gets blown up and is just like, I actually don't like Marvel. (laughs) Wow, I
1: suck. Marvel's bad, actually. It's cheap. Fucking (laughs) (laughs) Wesker. Uh, so she gives him a pep talk, saying that you're like, "Yeah, we're weak, but we're fighting for a cause that makes us strong." And you should do the same and fight for a cause. And they just want a seriously psychopathic move. They're walking down this like road. He get he walks onto a rowboat at a dock and just starts floating away <laughs> from her while she's talking to him about he being just strong. A
2: robot, a <laughs> rowboat. You don't want any oars, buddy? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, there is no oars. He just floats down the river yeah, in this row. He robot. just
2: unties it. <laughs>
1: um well this is how i got home (laughs) (laughs) we cut to boont he's having a meeting with some of his army dudes um they know where the rebels are but they're scared of the gundam and it's like we could ask Oz to help us but he's like no we're too proud we don't want to risk our ah, autonomy autonomy whatever that word is close enough um they decide to attack by themselves we uh, see a shot of Sally returning to the Rebel base the next day. The guy's like, hey, did you ask Wufei to fight for them? But Sally's like, we shouldn't force him to fight. He's got some issues to deal with.
0: Which is dumb. Just get, <laughs> take his gun and beat He's him He's got a him. He like, left it with you. Yeah, just point a bunch of guns at him and be like, give me the keys. Thanks. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, man. so as this happens, their base suddenly comes under attack by the army choppers and artillery and all that stuff. The army finds Shenlong Gundam and it's unoccupied. An so like, oh, we could capture it. This is good. Um, Boone tells them to capture it, but it turns out there's an Oz soldier, commander guy in the chopper with him. And he, it turns out that he's backstabbing his own country. Oz suits show up and they start blowing up the uh, army. The army guy reports us. The Boone is like, the Oz soldiers are here, but uh, he got it all sold out. Now he's the head of state. Whatever.
0: Uh, Basically. The guy who was the bad dictator boss of the local government rolled over for Oz so that he could be permanently the president as long as Oz was yeah. in power, is the yep. idea. And the thing is, they act like this is some big revelation turnabout moment for a character that we met this episode four minutes ago, yeah. Yeah, who, we are <laughs> gonna, who we're
3: never going to see again after
0: this episode. Yeah, they try and make it seem like it's a big thing, but it's like clearly
1: not
3: (laughs) this evil dude did an evil thing
1: yeah it's it's really stupid um we get a montage of the oz soldiers killing army guys and also rebels they don't care uh wufe shows up there's this dying rebel dude that gets in this ice burn as he's fucking dying but he tells it's like i guess i wasn't strong enough i'm too weak and this croaks in front of wufe on this
3: on his own deathbed i love this man he's a hero and Wufei, then, you know,
2: fight, idiot
1: <laughs> this next scene is also completely stupid yep. Sally and uh, another rebel guy show up, the rebel guy starts giving Fei shit for not fighting he's like, you got the gun, you're totally awesome, why aren't you doing this and then like an airstrike comes and this guy throws himself into front of Fei, who he was just berating for being a weakling, and dies in his arms
3: he has the exact same amount of shrapnel in his back as the last guy who died in <laughs> Wufei's arms <laughs>
2: how many people have to die before Wufei will fight
1: (laughs) so Sally like snaps here and like says wars use people's lives as mere playthings and then like stoically without emotion walks directly towards a Leo that is firing at her and she tells Wufei it's like healing your heart is the more important thing than my life right now yeah
3: he's like Sally stop and she's like nah I I really have to get through to you because you have the keys to the Gundam and I don't (laughs)
0: That's really all it is. Yeah. It's just like, I really need you to go turn the
1: Gundam on. Please. (laughs) (laughs) So he snaps out of it, gets in Shenlong Gundam and blows up like 10 Oz suits.
2: So, I really like this moment because the bad guys are like, oh no, the Gundam is fighting back. My plan that seems to be predicated on the fact that the Gundam wouldn't shoot back is now in ruins because the Gundam is fighting. No!
1: Boot is not the best commander. It shows a shot of him earlier. He's in bed with a bottle next to him that's completely empty, so. Um, Boot tries to retreat and fly away on his helicopter, but uh, Shenlon chops it in half. Um, but there's a time skip uh, back at the rebel base. Sally is saying that Boont is dead, but Oz will surely be back to take over shit. Uh, she asks if Wufei will keep fighting. Because she will keep fighting because she has her own ses- sense of justice. And he thinks that if you are righteous and have a sense of justice, then you are strong. So therefore, Sally is strong. So therefore, I've achieved character growth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all
2: about how your heart has to be strong. Even though they never say that in the dub they yeah. really avoid going the heart must be strong I'm the, not sure why
1: the dub takes some liberties with some of the plot sometimes and <laughs> it gets kind of confusing but this Her episode <throat> ends not with Wu Fei who is a jerk asshole that no one cares about but instead back at the circus because we all know how much Tai loves circus <laughs> um, <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> okay alright but the thing is I do like a good circus. A good circus can be done pretty well. Like the circus in Near Automata. That was a great circus. Had a great time with that one. Loved it to death. (laughs) However, I don't know. Let's say Ace Attorney 2, for example. (laughs) Let's say there was a circus in that game, and it was the worst. I would say this is closer to that circus than the circus I liked.
3: Although (laughs) I do love the conversation that they have here.
0: Holy shit.
3: It's a good conversation,
1: yeah. So at the circus, the ringleader is like, hey, Louie, listen, everybody. Uh, he's having a meeting with all the circus people. And he's like, we got our next performance. It's going to be at an Oz base. And we need a new act. It's going to be great. We want to blow these guys away. And Tro is like, Tro volunteer says he has an idea. And he's like, it will be a big hit with the soldiers. And
3: then he Constance looks directly flight. at the camera and bounces his eyebrows for 30 <laughs> seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so the ringleader <laughs> is totally cool with this guy who has been on the circus for like two weeks tops doing it. Well, also, has never said anything the
0: entire time mm-hmm. he's there, mm-hmm. which uh, the girl who hangs out, Catherine, even calls out. She's like, wow, Troa never says anything. It must be a super good idea. And he's like, <laughs> it's great. That's going to blow him away.
2: It's a Gundam <laughs> it fight. Just... It's a Gundam fight, guys. It's a
1: Gundam <laughs> yeah, so fight. He, I'm going to he... bring
2: my Gundam. <laughs> wow,
1: Hero, that sounds great. Troa fills Hero in on this, and Hero's like, well, you know, that's cool. Act on your emotions. and never worked on for me. And so um, there's a scene of him driving. The ringleader is totally cool with Troa driving this super heavy duty truck with this big bulging thing that's covered yeah, in a cloth. Apparently on the back he of it.
3: just hasn't noticed there's a giant robot underneath it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So he drives But
0: He's in. just like, he's like, oh, is that the apparatus you'll be using, son? And Tro is like, it's going to be a real blast. And it's then he looks at the camera for 30
3: seconds and bounces his eyebrow.
0: <laughs> and then the ringleader's like, well, make it the performance of your life, son. And then Troa's like, I'll kill myself. It'll be
1: so good. <laughs> <quick." laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> like, uh, it has the right. amount of subtlety, like, of these guys... Whoever wrote this was obviously trying to hit the you know the twelve to eighteen demographic, and like they landed it because like people were like oh it's this guy's so cool, but like to me as an adult, it's like this is the worst writing I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> all right, so where are we now?
1: So, uh, what are uh-huh. the motivations for all these characters, by the way? Patrol oh is following uh, his
0: emotions. So, hero is currently. In bed. In bed.
3: <laughs> his motivation his mo- is being in bed. He's just got to be better because he's my champ.
2: Well, he's no idea what his motivation is now because he's almost succeeded in killing
0: himself. <laughs> now, but he failed again. Well, he
2: failed. So and- now he's like, "What do I do now? I tried. Yeah, and- I failed."
0: Also, his boss, who is giving him missions, is dead, and all
1: he is is the mission. That's his whole character is the mission. The mission. Yeah, we still don't know what happened to Doctor J yet, but he surrendered two episodes ago. So
0: Yep. yeah. So he's uh, you know, broken there. Okay, Troa. <laughs> he's just following his emotions. He's yeah, not he going to tell you what those emotions right. are, but he's following them.
1: I guess revenge, based on what his actions are. But yeah, Duo okay. and Quatra, they're uh.
3: They're just fun having guys.
1: They're flying away. They're someplace. are a bunch
3: of. They're a couple of fun loving, happy go lucky murder bot guys.
0: <laughs> Duo's probably just fucking do laying up another triple double. you know?
3: <laughs> Quattro's just, just happy to have someone to watch lay up a triple double. Yeah. He's, he's just like, he's just, yeah, yes. exactly.
0: No, Quattro's a team manager. He's bringing water and Gatorade and shit.
1: <laughs> Wu Fei is uh, trying not to be an asshole, maybe ish.
2: No, 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 not really. He's
1: he's
0: still a dick. All he said said at this point was, huh, I guess there's other ways you can be than an asshole. (laughs) Like, he just has finally recognized that is a possibility. Yeah, he's like, oh, you can be not just a psychopath who's obsessed only with the mission. It is a terrible person. Hmm, I'll think about it. (laughs) Like...
1: Oh, okay uh obviously,
0: no
2: lady Un obviously murder everyone. oh she's
1: easy yeah, yeah yeah she just wants mass <laughs> murder relena wanted to kill lady Un. she still wants revenge or is it that she wants to th- hook up with hero I- i'm not quite sure what her motivations are it's, I think it's
0: a mixture of both of those <laughs> two things which since she's supposed to just be a regular teen girl and not like a super new type, you know, brain horny genius vengeance. murder monster. <laughs> horny it's vengeance. like Yeah, I guess I guess horny vengeance is one of the more believable motivations <laughs> on the table right
1: now. And then we have Zex who uh, wants to just pilot the Tall Geese gooder.
3: <laughs> yeah, he just he I just could achieve can't my get... goals, whatever they were, as long as I could pilot this de- this suicide suit.
0: I can't get hard unless I give myself
1: another heart attack and it's all Basically. <laughs> so that's where he's at. Trier is still Unknowable. trying to take over alliance shit.
3: Yeah.
2: He wants everyone yeah. to hate him but at the same time doesn't want to kill civilians? Doesn't want to blow up the planet,
3: doesn't, he's mysterious. Yeah. That's everyone, basically. Yeah, there's other characters so. but who cares? Not important. Otto's dead so his
0: motivation <laughs> is being dead. <laughs>
1: Noin is just, she wants to get in Zex's pants so. Yeah,
0: she's again, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty simple But it's probably also Getting ready to help the Young princess, because she realizes That, you know, it's a princess situation Yeah So You
2: know, one thing I will say about these episodes Despite the fact that I uh Everything fell out of my brain <laughs> after watching them Is that the pacing was a lot better Than the previous eight there, It more- wasn't stuff full of we have to go and see this character for a scene now now we have to go see this character for a scene now we have to stuff six billion plot points in yeah. here
0: i think it was it more didn't focused bounce around as, it didn't yeah. bounce around as wildly i think is the big thing yeah yeah
2: yeah. yeah they had one about duo and and, and one about Fei, with a little bit of other people but that's fine Whereas, like, all, like, the ten episodes before it were like, we have to show literally everyone doing things at all times. Otherwise, you forget who they are.
3: It's true. I don't know anyone in this anime.
0: <laughs> and they instead, like, and the weirdest thing, too, is, like, it would have been so easy and so sensible to write all four of these characters together. Or, I'm sorry, five characters <laughs> working together, like, as a unit, you know? Like, it, it, would, it wouldn't even be hard. You wouldn't have to change the narrative at all if they just knew each other and worked with each other well, so that they I could reasonably all be on the screen at the same time so that the plot didn't have to be all over fucking creation with five stupid idiot teens who don't know each other Six. for some reason.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, they could have wrote, written out four of the five Gundam characters, and it would have been Also true that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All we
0: needed was Duo Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: what i think
0: god remember the scene where duo played basketball man that was good times no one called him on his <laughs>
1: bullshit he was breaking rules there
3: <laughs> if you look
0: good enough you can do that <laughs> well next time will be uh episodes 13 to 16 yes. i believe
1: yep that's all, all right.
0: right well see y'all next week for space anime i guess how will feet uh, is that? Uh, uh, close uh. enough.